1: All right. On today's podcast, Pat is filling in for Stu. And, and Pat, what was the apex of learning for you on the show today? Where you're just like, mm. wow, I'm just, I'm learning so much. Wow. Wow. Um, Hard to narrow it down. Yeah.
2: It really is. It's like picking out your favorite child. I yeah. I, it's you just can't impossible. Do it. Can't do it. You can't do can't it. Can't it do but do it. we're just
1: shoveling information into that furnace called your head <laughs> on today's podcast. Don't miss a second of it. It's about to begin. Uh, but first, our sponsor is Relief Factor. Relief Factor. You're in pain? Have you tried Relief Factor? Uh, I read a letter today from a woman who was in a car accident she was actually hit as a pedestrian. She had to learn how to walk again. She said she tried everything for pain. She took Relief Factor and it has helped her a great deal. Please just try it. Three week quick start is 19.95. dollars It's a trial pack, not a drug. It was developed by doctors and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor and about 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com, that's ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number four, Relief. 800, the number four relief. It's relieffactor.com. Here's a podcast. You're
0: listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program.
1: Pat is filling in for Stu today, who is off again. I don't know. I mean, he's practically Johnny Carson, if anybody remembers him. It's easier to remember... Uh, the days he was here. Uh, I think it was last Wednesday. Yeah, it's kind of like with us. It's like, (laughs) when were you gone? Oh, it was Christmas. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then over the New Year holiday. Yeah, right. Spring break. With Stu, it's like, when was he here? Mm, that oh, yeah, spe- that, that day. Yeah, that was a special day. Yeah, That was a special day. <laughs> According to reports now, up to six Chinese warships are currently stationed in the Middle East. China's People Liberation Army, the CPLA, reported engagement in a joint military exercise with uh, Omani Navy while visiting Oman. Again, it's like, you know, when <clears throat> when Mexico got their hostages... You know, are there people out of Israel and they use their air force? I thought to myself, I didn't even know Mexico had an air force. Same thing with Oman. Hmm. Don't know. I can even find it on a map and they have a Navy. That's cute. No, it's cute. It's, ca- it's probably a little like, uh, uh, you know, the Cayman Islands and uh, the British Virgin I- Virgin Islands. Or do they just use British ships because I don't think they're British still anymore. No, it got rid of those occupiers. I'll tell you that right now. So uh, the uh, Navy uh, Escort Task Force uh, is uh, now by Kuwait, which is right there uh, near uh, Iran, which I think is really, really. No, seriously, it's uh, exciting. Now, my question is, why has Israel not responded? What is happening there? Now I've got a couple of ideas uh, on this. One, um, the New York Times is reporting that the U.S. is advising Israel to delay the Gaza invasion uh, for needed hostage negotiation. Now, apparently, two Americans got out. Uh, the the uh, Palestinians have returned two American hostages over the weekend. Uh, I love it that we're working with Qatar um, because, you know, they're I mean, they're just the number one funder of the Muslim Brotherhood. So and that's, you know, big, big funder and founder of uh, of Hamas. So that's that's really good. I hope we I hope we gave them some money in exchange for these hostages. I don't know if it's about the hostages as much as it is a very convenient way for. The United States to delay any kind of ground invasion until all the media turns on Israel. Because that's what's happening. They're already saying, they haven't even done anything yet. And they're all like, they're such a bad country. They're, they're going to kill all these people. And if they would have acted last week or the week before, you would have seen uh, more sympathy. But I think we are, I think this is a, a complete uh game that the white house is playing to keep uh bb netanyahu and the israelis from not striking however there is another possibility obviously you know i'm not in the rooms uh advising anyone but i did think are they just preparing to go to the head of the snake now i don't think so but we do know that they that Israel, I mean, uh, Iran now has one nuclear weapon and are, are just about to develop its second nuclear weapon. So is it possible that they are just going to target uh, Iran, its clerics or its nuclear facilities? Now, the nuclear facility is supposedly buried so long, uh, so deep that you're not supposed to be able to knock it out with any kind of conventional weapon. The army seems ready to go. They've been ready for a few days. Aerial bombardments meant to prepare the ground. You know, are meeting with diminishing returns now at this point. And the widely accepted reason over in Israel is international press uh, pressure plus the long train of visiting dignitaries and possible negotiations. Uh, The problem with the latter is that Hamas will probably go for the drip-drip approach, meaning to drag out more time, and the media will continue to turn on Israel. If they're going to target Iran, most likely they'll target the uh, nuclear installations. Um, What was the reactor... Didn't they, they did this in like 1981, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, they went after the reactor and it was, was good. Now, maybe if the main operation is successful this time, uh, you'll see the Mossad taking out a few top scientists and military leaders as we have in the past. But, um, you know, Gad SAD said that this would take incredible, I'm quoting testicular fortitude, um, And uh, I don't know. Most are saying it can't be done different from 1981, blah, blah, blah. It's difficult. But they all said that it couldn't be done back in 1981 as well. I mean, you know, the Tom Cruise guys, they do exist. They're just they're probably as short, but not as good looking. And most of them are probably Israelis. Uh, So, you know, they kind of have this don't mess with us kind of image. But we'll see if they can pull it off. Uh, that means the testicular uh area may be made out of steel uh, on bb <laughs> netanyahu i'm i 'm not really uh i 'm not really sure but we will uh, continue to uh, to watch this uh let 's see there 's a couple of other things that um, would majorly escalate
2: this thing however um my, i think they understand that i think we understand that and i 'm sure the administration is strongly recommending they don't do that. What are they going to do? No, I think I think they should do it. Um but I don't I don't know. They you know, they are the head of the snake. Right. And that's the only way to put a stop to this.
1: Yeah. And so but it does escalate things. Oh, yeah. So it's I a, think pretty much anything they're it's doing It's a big decision. I mean, when I saw that China, now China was there already. Yeah. But to have them move their ships in shows, you know, that's Iran yeah. and Russia. So there yeah. is an axis of evil, and those three are together. Yeah. and With uh, us. Against so, us. Yes. Against us. Right, yeah. but they're all in the same yes. general vicinity. I mean, if this if this goes wrong, we are at World War Three quickly. No doubt. Yeah, and there's weird? all
2: kinds of things that could go wrong that are just... You know, somebody makes a mistake, there's a hair trigger by somebody, and and it's on. It's it's a really dangerous situation.
1: So you have the rest of the world, however, turning, and you look at what's happening around the world. England is going to turn against Israel, because I don't think England's going to have a choice. I mean, these countries have allowed themselves to be laid waste— Mm-hmm. By so many um, Islamists. It's not Islam. It is Islamists. People who believe that uh, the Quran must be implemented as the highest source of law. Those guys are crazy. I know some Muslims that are not crazy, um, but they're reformed and they'd be the first the Islamists would behead. So they're the kind Mm -hmm. of people that shut their mouth, you know, in their own community because they don't want to be dead. Um, But look at what happened over the weekend in London. It was not good. It was not good. Uh, And you're starting to see um, uh, moves. There was a uh, they won't even give the details of the terrorist strike in London. Did you hear about this? Pat? No. So in London, first of all, the BBC uh will not say that Hamas is a terrorist group. The BBC. Whew, um and that's really kind of um uh not good. Mm-hmm. Fueling more anti um Israel and anti Semitism, um, because they're they they won't uh say that the Palestinian Hamas was wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying, you know, that it's a, no, it's a charity. It's a charity. Uh-huh. Sure. It is. Sure. It is. Uh-huh. Uh, there was, uh-huh. there was a hit in London. I think it was, let me see if I can find this real quick. There was a hit, uh, where the authorities won't even say, uh, what, ex- what exactly happened. Uh, they said that it was, yeah, here pro-Palestinian terror attack. Alleged terror attack has already been carried out in Britain by an asylum seeker waiting to avenge deaths in Gaza. Uh, According to the Telegraph, the man who came to this country in 2020 told police, look at that, it's 2023. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Told police he had carried out the uh, as yet undisclosed action for Palestine. Newspaper reports the case cannot fully be revealed for legal reasons, but that the suspect is now in custody. After being arrested, he said he had done it because Israel had killed children in Gaza. Mm. Now, that's a bizarre thing. He's already Mm. carried out his mission, but they won't say what it was. Yeah. What does that? What kind of what is that? Questions have been raised over why details about the incident have not been disclosed, but security source told the publication they may be downplaying it so they don't have a repeat attack or copycat uh, attacks. Nations around the world are on high alert, so-called lone wolf attacks by extremists motivated by the worsening situation in the Middle East. In Brussels, uh, Belgium, on Monday, uh, uh, a man with a gun uh down two uh, Swedish football supporters before later being shot dead by the police. He was motivated by his Palestinian uh, love because they're just such lovely, charitable people. He was just giving away bullets. And mm. so he gives the bullets away too fast for some people. Who are you to judge? <laughs> Who are you to judge? Um, so you have the terror threat all over Europe going up. How are you going to, how is France gonna handle this if Israel goes in and uh bombs Iran or uh does more with Hamas? You're gonna have all of these Western countries say, Stop it, stop it right now, mm-hmm. because they'll be in trouble. So you're gonna what, sacrifice the Jewish state? Is that is that what happens? That's uh I mean,
2: foretold somewhere, too.
1: Somewhere? Um, I'm yeah, trying was, to think. It's weird, too, isn't it? It was like... Oh, was it Michael Buble who foretold I, that? I think and it... The b- b- uh, um, so, um, fly me mm. to the moon where all the nations gather around. Yeah, that's what Israel. it was. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It and They're all against mm-hmm. Israel or something. Yeah, so. something.
2: That's- and do you remember how we never... I mean, when we talked about this 30 years ago together... Um, we didn't. We couldn't understand how, how could we'd be on the wrong side of that. Yeah.
1: This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. Earlier today, in today's podcast, I uh, let you know what's happening in the in the house this week. They're going to start with about ten candidates uh, in a caucus, uh, and then outside, uh, they're not going to do anything until they have two seventeen. They have two seventeen in the caucus, then they're gonna put a vote up. They hope that maybe it will be as soon as Wednesday. Um, but um if you want to hear that, just go grab the um, the podcast wherever you get your podcast today. It should should post, I don't know, by probably one or two o'clock Eastern time. Uh there's a couple of other things. Um, you know, Pat and I were just, you know, talking about you know what are the odds what are the odds that we're in world war three you know i don't know 50 50 i hope <laughs> i hope at best perhaps and i think people know this right do the average sarah you would be much clo- you're much closer to the people than us you're on that side of the glass and <laughs> all of the little people are on that side of the glass so oh, how do you do it anyway uh Uh, are average people thinking about like, and talking about, you know, Hey, war. Yeah. No, they're not.
3: No, they're worried about Mm. Taylor Swift and the chiefs.
1: Mm. By the way, I have a solution Mm -hmm. for that. Okay. I have a solution for that. I think we need to uh, have some sort of redistribution of Taylor Swift. So it's not fair. Kansas city gets all this attention she should have to have some sort of romantic interlude with somebody on every NFL team. You know? Yeah. I yeah, think it's, it's only around fair. A bit. Yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, only we're talking the economy, mm-hmm. you know? It's not mm-hmm. who is she could come in to affect the economy that way? What right does she have? That economy no, right. belongs to all of us. Right. So in she should have to support fairly every show and every team. I'm adding show, just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't have anything that I'm thinking of in particular, but that's the way we do that. Mm-hmm. So you're you're saying it, it's not that they're, are they avoiding it?
3: I would say that it's not even a thought, you know. Not
1: even a thought. Wow. It's going to be a big surprise, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Man.
3: If you're saying 50-50, yeah, it's going to be a big <laughs> one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's 50-50 by, you know, Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, seriously. I, it could. It could. I mean, it could happen at any time. Right. And, I mean, it's always like that, you know, it's like, but it's, I think it's. But right I, now, forces are gathered yeah, near the, each other. You, and, really near each other. When yeah. China sent in the, in, in the ships this weekend. Mm-hmm. And we already have ships there. Yeah. That's getting crowded. And missiles are flying around in the region. Yeah, thanks. And we're sending the, you know, the ballistic Thad. I love Thad. We're sending Thad? <laughs> and We're sending Thad to the Middle Eastern Theater. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful theater. It's all brand new. New lights, curtains, luscious. Anyway, Thad's going to the Middle Eastern Theater. And uh, Thad does quite a show. He works with ballistic missiles. Anyway, Thad is a missile system for, uh, you know, basically intercontinental uh, mm-hmm. ballistic min- missiles, which to try to take them down right before yeah, they do damage. I can't think of the Middle Eastern countries that have one of the have one of those. Uh, maybe Israel. Other than that, not Hamas. No. Not Hezbollah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not Syria. Not Iraq. Oh. Hey, Iran might have one, but if they don't have it, maybe Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but Saudi Arabia wouldn't launch it. They, they no, would launch right. it against Iran. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you're looking at, you know, you're looking at China, Russia, the United States, any of those. And I think Europe is going to start playing into the hands of the Palestinians soon because How are they going to control all of this? How are they going to control the outbursts? How are they going to control? Do you know that we have uh, 400 people that came across our border that we caught 400 people that we caught that are on the terrorist list this year? Mm -hmm. 400. Mm -hmm. How many people did we not catch? Because I think we're not catching most of them. That's a little terrifying. Why, why are people on the terrorist list coming across our border to cause? They're looking for a better life. Glenn? Yeah. Oh, looking, is that what it, it is? is? Yeah, they're oh. looking for a gig. They, huh. they really,
2: they really want to work at wow a fast food establishment.
1: Huh, I yeah. didn't. No, I didn't see that one yeah, as an option. I was thinking for. more that you know, I kind of go once a terrorist, always a terrorist. Oh, really? Yeah. Generally huh. speaking.
2: Oh, That's weird. Because no, I think they just they come to America with that with that burning in their belly that they just want to make
1: something of their life. You yeah, know? see, the burning in the belly still makes sense. Where <laughs> the way I'm thinking about it too, but uh, but anyway, you know, you're mm-hmm. you're looking at some, uh, you know, and it's uh, I mean, how do how do you talk to your friends about this if they don't? I mean, it's kind of like. Yeah, I don't think I'm opening the shelter door for you. You know? Mm-hmm. If you're not, if mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. there at all, you know, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. Remember when I tried? You know, <laughs> they're pounding on the door. Glenn! Glenn! Let me in! <laughs> and I'm on the other side of the door going, mm, mm, I, don't I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> you weren't there. Um But the government has uh, come out with something very, very helpful that I think you're going to like. It is ready.gov and ready.gov will help you make a plan in any language. That's a great thing. In any language, they'll help you make a plan. Make a plan today. Your family may not be together if disaster strikes. So it's important to uh, to know which type of disaster could affect your area. Knowing how you'll contact one another and reconnect if separated. Establish a family meeting place that's familiar and easy to find. And then put a plan together by discussing the questions below with your family, friends, or household to start your emergency plan. How will I receive emergency alerts and warnings? I don't. I don't know, probably over the phone thing when you take over the phones. And I mean, didn't we just go through that? What's my shelter plan? I don't have a what is your shelter? What is your shelter plan? Uh, What's your evacuation route? I don't know the roads that are open (laughs) roads that don't have roadblocks on them. What's your family household communication plan? Smoke signals. I don't know is are the cell towers up. Do I need to update my emergency preparedness kit? Nope <laughs> so they have these, so for, you're all set ben. I'm, I'm on, yeah, you're set. I'm absolutely all set, and they talk about all the things that you mm-hmm. need to do to to create, but they do have preparedness materials on what kind of emergencies you could be facing and uh and this is interesting because the they have little you know booklets for everything they have active shooter okay that one's good avalanche probably not mm. going to happen with me cyber attack okay earthquake mhm extreme heat
2: yeah what are you going to do where are you going to evacuate if it's 110 degrees
1: for instance what well, are you going to do i'd go into my house <laughs> that's what i that's what people in phoenix do i hear I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Financial. Turn on the air conditioning. Yeah. Financial emergency. That's an interesting one. hmm Flood, hurricane, landslide. Okay. Uh, novel pandemic. That's probably going to come in handy. Nuclear explosion, power outage, mm, thunderstorms. Now one, of the, now, one of these things doesn't really belong. <laughs> the thunderstorm. What are you doing to prepare for the thunderstorm? Air uh, umbrella. Uh, <laughs> I mean, mm. well, no, you wouldn't want an umbrella. Unless you're wearing rubber sole shoes, because okay, I think yeah, then yeah. it'll travel through the umbrella and just <laughs> die in your shoes. But it has to go through you first. Uh, yeah, so uh, isn't, that, uh, isn't that interesting? So extreme heat. See, they should have just con- done extreme heat and nuclear explosion is one. Okay. Because that's yeah, cause, extreme heat. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Very extreme. Mm hmm. 1,200, 2,000 degrees. That's extreme. Yeah. Mm hmm. And that's one where you don't, you just don't go into your house. Right. You know? Turn air, up conditioning air conditioning won't help a lot. No, it's not. For that. Not That's for That's going to overwhelm my unit. Yeah. And it's not subtle either. It just no. comes on in mm-hmm. a flat. Well, yes. Yes. In a flash. So you got that going for you. How many people do you think are prepared for any of that stuff? Mm-hmm. 1%. No percent. I
2: think, no, I think there's a, I don't think very many people. You know, for, with the kind of things they're talking about, escape routes and um, boy, I was up. How you how you connect with each other if self towers are down?
1: Do You have yeah, a plan for be, that? Yeah, we have a meeting place. You do have a meeting place? Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's good. It's the closest Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that like where are we going to make sense? Well. Yeah. I tell you, if it's the end of the world, you can find me at the closest <laughs> Waffle House. That'll be, you know, that's where I'll be. Yeah. Okay. You don't have that? Yeah. You don't have a meeting place or anything? We don't have a meeting place. Oh, you either. should. Yeah. We should do that.
2: Because so I have the food. You know, we have we have storage. We have stuff.
1: Do you have a code? Do you have a code? A code? A code. I don't have a code. Everybody needs a code. Okay. Just, just so you can pretend you're a spy. No, because of things like, for instance, um, these deep fakes now that they can capture your child's voice online and within three seconds, they can oh. image it. Okay. okay? And yeah. so this is already happening where people will call and they'll say, Mom, I just made a huge mistake. Yeah, that has happened. It has happened. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So you need a code. Give me the code. So you know it's her. Or him. So or what whatever. you say is, let's just base it on a uh, hundred. You got mm-hmm. you, the family picks a number or picks a number. Okay, let's say you pick one hundred. You say to her ninety three. You don't say give me a code. You say ninety three, and she says one hundred seven, and then it's you, you know get, it's not her. No. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> no. You say ninety-three, and she oh, gives you the number, the to, number get to, you get to, to get to a hundred. To get to a hundred, so you can say one, and she can <laughs> say ninety-nine. That way, it okay. o- it's always changing. All right. You know, what if you're so
2: stressed out you can't do the math in your head? Then, well, then I that's would make problem.
1: it ten. <laughs> you know, or two. So the answer is always
2: one. So you throw out nine, <laughs> nine. And then they they say say one. One.
1: Right. So even
2: under duress, you should
1: be able to come up with one. You should be able to. Yeah. Uh, And if not, (laughs) you're probably just say, is it really
2: you? Because if I say 37, there's going to be some math involved and they might be too stressed. Yeah. Yeah. Say
1: like 60 or 50. (laughs) Right. If you're dealing with your dumb kids, (laughs) okay, you just say 99 and then they have to say one. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Makes sense. Okay, good. <laughs> Boy, I'm, Pat is going to be dead within yeah, the we're, first we're week. Dead. Yeah, All right. The best of the Glenn Beck Program. So there's a new movie coming out, uh, and it asks the question, is America a police state? And more and more people are believing that it is. I think it's up to 50% of the population now believes that you know, justice can't be found, and uh, we're headed towards um, uh, real trouble. Um, Dinesh Souza is the filmmaker. No relation to John Philip Souza that I know of. That I know of. Uh, Dinesh is with us now. Hi, Dinesh. How are you?
3: Hey, Glenn. It's hey. a pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Sure,
1: sure. Um, so, tell me about the uh, tell me about the film, Police State.
3: Well. The, the film is a, um, uh, raises the question, uh, do we find now in America many of the features that we have previously identified with unfree, tyrannical, or police state societies? So think about uh, North Korea, China, the old Soviet Union. The defining features of those societies are what? Well, mass surveillance of the citizens, we have that now. Systematic censorship, we have that now. Uh, the attempt to create a one-party state to lock up the leader of the opposition party, we have that now. Criminalization of dissent, we have that now. Uh, indoctrination in the schools and propaganda in the media, we have that now. Political prisoners, to some degree, we have that now. So as I go down the checklist, I'm very alarmed to see that the old distinction that you and I and many others used to make, with the free world and then there's the unfree world these distinctions have really eroded, if not collapsed altogether.
1: Is there a place that is growing in freedom anywhere?
3: That's a really good question. And in fact, somewhat toward the middle or the second part of the movie, I raised a startling possibility. I call it police planet. And I raised that because Mm. I noticed that with covid Um, You know, the same things happening in America were happening in Canada and in Australia, New Zealand, all over Europe. And so it almost is as if we now have a Western model of the police state. Then, of course, there is the Chinese model and the world, in a sense, is being made to choose between one police state or another.
1: And the people I mean, what people haven't tied together yet is. You know, when you see people protesting the farmers in the Netherlands and you have the people in the orange vests in uh, France and the the people for Brexit uh, in England, what they're really saying is the same thing that many people said in the Tea Party. And that is um, we we don't want. A global state. We don't want the government in everything in our life. We don't want the elites. And it seems as though in every country, all parties are pushing in that direction. Some of them are slowing it down, but nobody seems to be really pulling in the other direction. Um, and it's really the elites against the people. And the elites are fine with locking up and police stating everybody.
3: I find it remarkable how people today with a straight face, and we're talking here about professors, we're talking here about government officials, we're talking here about figures at the UN or the World Economic Forum, they will make a bald faced case for censorship without any reservation, without any hemming and hawing, without any sense of, apolog- of, you know, giving an apology like, you know, we don't really want to censor people, but we kind of have to. And so there is a kind of blatant um, uh, appeal here to tyranny, and yet there are too many Americans, I think, who are a little blind to all this. I liken them oh, sort yeah. of to the antelope or the wildebeest where they go, you know, I'm not Trump, and you know, Dinesh, I didn't go in the Capitol in January 6th, and so I pay my taxes, and so I'm no never going to have the FBI coming smashing through my door And Mm. the point of this film is to say to that guy, you could not be more wrong. I have a lot of ordinary people in the film who experience the hot breath of the police state or, you know, what Orwell called the boot stamping on the human face. And give
1: me some of those examples.
3: Well, a good example of a guy... Is Mark Hauck, he's a, you know, he's a pro-life activist and he takes his son, they go outside the abortion clinics and they counsel people and so on. They don't interfere with anything. Well, one of the counselors comes up to his son and starts hassling the kid, sort of insulting his dad in front of the kid. So Mark Hauck gets kind of agitated and he pushes the guy. He doesn't hit him, he just pushes him. The guy falls down and then runs into the clinic. Well, eventually, Mark Howe finds the federal government charging him with violating the so-called FACE Act. Mm -hmm. Now, the FACE Act is interfering with reproductive services at a clinic. He wasn't doing that. He wasn't blocking women from getting in the clinic. This was a clinic counselor that came out and accosted him, and yet he was facing years and years in prison, uh, but he decided, I'm not going to plea bargain. I'm not going to take a deal. I'm going to go before a jury. And so not only does he tell his story, but he happened to have all this body cam footage of the FBI Mm. raid on his house. All of that is in the film and we recreate parts of his story. So this is the beauty of a film is cinematically, you can bring it home to people. They don't just hear about it. They can kind of feel it and see it.
1: So we are not, we're not in a police state as usually um, uh, defined yet because usually a police state happens uh shortly after what we're going through right now just chaos everywhere crime everywhere um you know and they they'll close the borders and lock things up and tell everybody exactly what to do and then you have the police state we have the emerging police state do you agree with that or disagree
3: I agree completely. In fact, I think it's fair to say that if it was a full-fledged police state, I couldn't have made this film, and quite likely you and I could not be having this conversation. Right. right. Uh, so we are not in a full-fledged police state. Uh, I also think that you have you know, put your finger on a couple of anomalies in America, which are unusual for police states. Normally, police states have very low crime. You know, you, you try in China going on the subway and starting to beat up some guy or punch some woman on the subway. The cops right. will come and beat you up and take you away. So police states normally have a small side benefit, which is they are very orderly. They're usually very clean. Uh, and so we have this rampant criminality in our in our cities is a little inconsistent with the police. Here, but we address this in the movie. The other thing that's interesting is that police states normally have a Berlin Wall. They sh- They have a wall. You can't get in. You can't get out. They restrict the movement in and out. Uh, But we have a police state with a porous border, and that's strange. And so you have to, again, this is something that the movie addresses. Why do we have an open border in this emerging police state? And the answer is that the people who are building the police state don't have a clear majority. They want to alter the population demographically so that they have the kind of majorities that FDR had in the middle of the 20th century, where it's essentially a one-party state and the Democrats can do whatever they want.
1: So is there an answer to stopping this at this point? Because they seem to hold all of the cards now.
3: Well, they don't hold all the cards. I mean, just look right today, the Supreme Court took the very important case of Missouri versus Biden. Now, this is a case exposing the full collaboration between the multiple agencies of government. I mean, not just one or two, like 15 agencies of government and the digital platforms, Now, what the Supreme Court did, and this court clearly moved slowly, is they lifted an injunction that would have prohibited the government from continuing to sort of work with these digital platforms. They said, "Okay, we're going to lift the injunction, but we're going to take the case with a decision to come in the spring now. You know, for me, that's too slow. I mean, I believe in the good old justice delayed is justice denied. Mm -hmm. The people being censored right now, the Supreme Court apparently says the government can keep censoring them for another six months until the Supreme Court gets its act together. I think in the end they will strike it down and that will be a major blow against the police state.
1: You know, I was talking to um, Alan Dershowitz and he said, "I've, I've been rating us on a banana scale. Ten bananas, you're a full banana republic," he said. "I'm up to six now. This was about a month ago, and uh, I think we called him and asked him if he had added some, uh, and I I think that he has added one. So, you know, we're up to seven out of out of ten um, banana republic. Uh, we're seeing that, and what's happening to Donald Trump is remarkable his free speech being taken away he can't comment i mean
3: how is that even possible in america it's 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 insane i mean if look had they had they filed a single charge against trump and said look you know you hang you you held on pugnaciously to those documents we tried to get you to give them back you refused and so we think a criminal charge is the only way that's going to get you to cooperate you know we could look at the merits of it but 90-plus charges in multiple jurisdictions with a clear shotgun approach, if we can't get them over here, we'll get you over there. I mean, this is classic police state thuggery. But and so it is sometimes, you know, you know, Glenn, I came to the United States as a teenager. Um, I I've always been a rah-rah American. Uh, it's not just the opportunity, but the, the basic freedoms and the Bill of Rights. But if you were to ask me now with a straight face, are we a, a free society? I would hesitate. I mean, I would not want to say no, and yet I cannot say yes.
1: Yeah, I agree. With the, um, you know, you did the, uh, what was it? Thousand, was it thousand mules? Two two, Two thousand thousand mules. mules. Um, You did two thousand mules right after the 2020 election. I have not seen any evidence that things have been cleaned up at all or made safer. Are we going to be able to trust this election?
3: You know, I don't know the answer to that. I do know that there have been some there has been some progress with the election integrity laws. I know that there was there have been some efforts to um insist upon surveillance for all the drop boxes. This is obviously the job of the campaigns and of the RNC you know, if you're asking me, do I have a lot of confidence that they are doing all the things that are necessary? I would have to say no, uh, same as you. Um, But, you know, you mentioned the thing about a banana republic line. And I want to say that a police state of the American type is far more sinister than a banana republic. I mean, I sort of grew up in a banana republic. India is kind of a banana republic. The good thing about banana republics is that they're really stupid and that they have a lot of petty corruption. And you can actually make your way in a banana republic. Nothing really works all that well. But on the other hand, they don't have their you know noose around your neck. By and large, India is too chaotic for it to be a tyrannical society, even though there are some police state elements in there now. If the United States becomes a police state, it will be very sinister. It will actually be worse than the Soviet Union. There's um, there's a scene in in Solzhenitsyn's Gulag about a woman who is told in the at the train station, "They're coming for you. Get on the train and go." but she goes to her apartment, they're waiting for her, she gets arrested. But then Solzhenitsyn says, too bad she didn't get on the train. She could have disappeared in vast mother Russia and they would never have found her. But I think you know as well as I do that's not true today. They would find you right away.
1: I I said in 2008 um, that if we don't stop this slide, we're going to be, we're going to make the Nazis look like rookies. And I, I think that We better stop this slide pretty quickly because it is ultimate global power now. We're, I mean, I just went on a plane yesterday and uh, they, you know, they take your ID and they don't just look at it. Now they take your ID, swipe it, and they take a picture of your face. And it's like, what? I mean, there's, there's, yeah, they're closing all of these exits for you to be able to just be on your own you can't do it anymore
3: well the other the other reason i think that and this is also a reason to make a movie is because our police state is in camouflage. It's not open about its motives. Yes. It marches behind the banner of saving democracy and you know upholding the rule of law and affirming truth in the face of misinformation and disinformation. So there's a lot of subterfuge and camouflage to bamboozle the ordinary American as if to say, we're not building a police state. We're just fighting for truth and justice on the American way. So the, one, one thing that a film can do is like unmask and rip the facade off so people can see really what they're up against
1: dinesh d'souza police state it is in theaters tomorrow tuesday the 23rd and wednesday the 25th um that would be the 24th i think the virtual premiere
3: yeah, so it's the opening day is actually today the today 23rd, and then okay. wednesday the 25th in hundreds of theaters and policestatefilm.net is the only place to get tickets. So don't go to the theater. Don't, don't try to buy them in Fandango. Go to policestatefilm.net. And this movie has tremendous traction. By the way, if you cannot go to the theater on Friday the 27th, this coming Friday, we have a virtual premiere where you can watch from home details and tickets on the same website.
1: That's great. Policestatefilm.net. Dinesh, as always, good to talk to you. Thank you so much. <laughs>